Hey, my friend, welcome back to the MindShift Podcast. This is your host, Daryl Evans. If by chance this happens to be your first time here, welcome. I have spent the last 30 years starting and growing my own successful businesses. And since 2011, my teams and I have been behind the scenes helping hundreds of other businesses do the same thing, including an exit at my company, Yokolocal. Local. One of the biggest challenges our clients face in growing their businesses online is understanding how to get the right message in front of the right person at the right time online. Today, I'm sharing with you a segment from our Get More Customers Academy live event where I was teaching entrepreneurs how to read their customers' minds. Why is this important? Well, a lot of you are writing blogs, doing YouTube videos, posting on social media, you're writing emails, but you're not seeing results. Well, if you follow what I teach in this segment, you'll be well on your way to creating content that attracts leads and sales, and your customers will actually feel like you read their mind in the best way. If you enjoy this training and you want more training like this, head over to MindShiftBusinessAcademy.com where you can be trained by me every month. Let's talk about how to read your customer's mind because at 10 o'clock at night, you're not there to answer their questions. So if you understand your buyer's journey, well, it's important to understand what problems they have, what concerns they have, what are the different things that could make them go online. In order to do that, we have to start with this big old term called keyword research. How many of you, when you go search for a problem online or search for something you're looking for, do you think of it as a keyword in your own consumer life? Well, I don't want you to really get too caught up in that. I want to teach you a methodology and I want to teach you a simple system that everyone here can go back to your office and do with or without a company like us, with or without HubSpot, and you don't have to be that smart to do it. And you guys are all smart people. So 100% of the room is going to do this. FAQs. First strategy I want to teach you is FAQs, frequently asked questions. So in 2003, 2004, I'm taking 40 to 50 loan applications a month. 40 to 50 people like Maddie and Chris decided that they were at the bottom of the funnel and they want to start the loan process. One guy, me, 40 to 50 of those conversations every single month on an 18 month of work month. How many of that is a day? We don't have to three or four of those a day. Well, guess how many of those I had running in the loan process? About 15. Guess what I was doing? Answering a lot of the same questions over and over and over for Chris and Maddie, for David and his wife. You know what I'm saying? You guys get the point? These questions are the same questions over and over and over again. What happens is online, though, is we don't understand that if we catch the buyer at the problem or pain aware stage, that's what they're going online searching. But what I want you to do right now, in your conversations with your buyers when they're ready to buy, write down three frequently asked questions that you hear over and over and over and over. Do that real quick. 30 seconds, really fast. Three questions you always hear. How many of you know that when they're asking you those frequently asked questions, they're not the most pertinent or relevant questions to the process? There are questions I call SAQs, should ask questions, SAQs. Let me give you an example. Chris and Maddie come in. How much do I have to put down on an FHA loan? How much are the closing costs? Those are frequently asked questions when I was in the mortgage lending business. A should ask question is what is the minimum FICO score I need to qualify for an FHA loan? That's a should ask question. Okay, let me give you another example. 
Dr. Callahan, you're in the dental field, right? Give me one of your frequently asked questions. Can I bring my kids after school? Okay, frequently asked question. Uh, what's the should ask question? Do they have insurance to cover the visit? Maybe, right? What insurance did you take? You know, those kinds of things. So a should ask question is a question where you get to showcase your expertise. They should be asking you a different question, but they're an uneducated buyer, so they don't know that question. If you're drawing them in with a frequently asked question on your website or through videos and other things that we'll talk about, you then have a chance to pivot and ask them the should ask question or showcase your expertise with the should ask question, right? Dr. Callahan, in your world, I'm pretty sure that the story's all been the same, that people should brush three times a day and floss after every meal, but maybe they don't know why. And you can turn that into why it's so important. You know, I always say that if we can tell people why they shouldn't use our business, it'll actually make them want to use our business more. Write down three should ask questions really, really quick. And then I'm going to teach you how to read people's mind like you've never heard before. It'll blow your mind. This strategy works from startup to $100 million companies. We worked with Geico back in the day. Let me show you how easy it is without doing anything crazy technical, without being a technology junkie or guru. In every one of your industries, there are places online called forums where your customer will turn to advice. Anyone here happen to be in the fitness, in the health and wellness, even interested in health and wellness, right? Anybody heard of Fitbit? Anybody heard of MyFitnessPal? They have communities. If you sell into the health and wellness space, they have online communities where they just pile these questions in, real customers. So if you sell something to the health and wellness industry, or you sell something to someone who's in the health and wellness mindset, you can just walk into MyFitnessPal for free and just browse around to all of your customers' problems and pains because they're telling you, does the Fitbit work? What should my blood pressure be? My blood pressure reading said this. It said I only slept six hours last night. Is that good or is that bad? I mean, there's all kinds of things going on in industry forums. All you have to do, write this down really quick. Let me use Dr. Callahan since he's up front. Are you pediatric or, yes, pediatric. So Dr. Callahan and your team, if you go to Google and type pediatric dentistry or children's dentist or any of your quote unquote keywords, quotation marks around the keywords, put a space and then a plus sign. What you're telling Google is with my keyword plus the word forum. So then type the word forum and you'll be surprised that Google will just bring back all of the forums for your industry. Financial planning plus forum, dentist plus forum, health fitness plus forum, carpentry plus forum, flooring plus forum, funeral home plus forum, anything. Now, you may or may not find a forum all the way through, but think tangential to that and where you might find other people hanging out, asking questions about your products or services in your industry. Forums are real people, your customers, voicing their problems, pains, and concerns. My car broke down 2012. I go into the garage to back the car out because I needed a box that was close to it and it was heavy and I didn't want the box to actually fall out of my hand and hit the car. So I backed the car out, got what I needed out of the box. It was a Sunday. I went to turn the car back on and it didn't start. Isn't that interesting? What am I going to do on Sunday? Go to Google. What did I look for? Well, I didn't look for a rental car yet. I wanted to know why my car didn't start. 2003 Lexus GS didn't start all of a sudden. Where did I land? In a forum. Because guess who else has a 2003 Lexus GS that didn't start? 
a whole bunch more people besides me, right? So I land in a forum. Guess where I didn't land? I didn't land at an auto mechanic shop. I didn't land at an actual service provider because service providers don't think that way. They think just bring your car in to get it serviced. So I had to go through all these forums hypothesizing about what was wrong with my car. Would have been a great way for a blog post or a piece of information to show up online that could have given me some ideas. Now, there were three choices, battery, alternator, and some other electrical problem that would have cost me $2,000 or something, right? Guess what it was? Battery. I do what I'm told. I turn it. I got a license. I'm not supposed to know it's the battery, am I? I'm just not that guy. So I need help. So I turn to industry forums. You should all be Googling throughout your keywords, whatever keywords you want to be found for, you should be doing that online. Read their posts, write down their words. They're telling you exactly what problems they have in the top of the sales funnel. We hear from business owners all the time. I need more leads. I need more phone calls. I need more customers. But we don't even take the time to figure out that they're telling you online what problems happen before they need your service. Okay. Here's the $5,000 idea. I rarely, rarely share this because it's my secret. And I found out about it in 2007 or 2008. How many here have bought something from Amazon? And I'm pretty sure of those who raise their hand, I guarantee the answer is almost 100%. How many of you had the star rating of the product influence your decision? Show of hands. Guess how cool it is if you go to the star rating of that product or service did you know you could click on the rating and read what everybody said about it? Business succession, banking. Have there ever been books written on that topic? So you're all service providers and you're thinking, well, what is Amazon going to do for me? Well, there's books and or magazines that people have already written about the topic and you cover and solve the same pain that the book was solving, except you do it in real life for them. Go read what the people said about the book and then do what I call title jacking. Go look at the chapters of the titles of the books. You're going to know what was important to them. This is a way to figure out what content should go on your website. Hey, my friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, hit the follow or subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you have a comment or question about today's, I'm always available on Instagram. DM me at Mr. Daryl Evans. And if you want more training from me to help you grow and scale your business, head over to MindShiftBusinessAcademy.com. That's where every single month I go live and teach entrepreneurs how to grow a six and seven figure business predictably and profitably without the overwhelm. These are the same strategies I've used over the last 30 years and the ones we use at the agency to help our clients accelerate growth. I'd love to have you join us.